Hey, uh, hey there, Crown Point Mayor Pete Land with another edition of Lay the Land Podcast. It's actually our seventh episode of season two. Can you believe that? Man, time has flown. Um, so we have a very exciting show as always um, with our guest today. And we have our usual standby. We have Adam Graper, Pace Department Extraordinaire Leader, right? right. Adam, kind of. <laughs> do a great job at Pace. A lot going on at Pace. That's yeah, ice rink, Bulldog Park, all that stuff. So, um, And then, of course, our Chief of Staff, Anthony Schleter. Uh, how's the month been going? Going fine. <laughs> we got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's been busy. It's always, it always is, you know, especially coming with the holiday season. Got the holiday season, the craziness that comes with the holiday season. Very true. So, uh, so anyway, thank you for tuning in. Um, and I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. Do you have anything to add for the news? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A really great co-host on the podcast. Um, so today we have, we every episode we've had so far has been adults, business owners, uh, people at Crown Point. So we wanted to do something from a different perspective, right? So we, um, Shane Hyde, two of our brightest and best Crown Point High School students, right? And you can't have two students here without the principal of Crown Point High School. So um, fantastic. Thank you for coming. Sorry for pulling you away from school. Um, I know it's a, hopefully, yeah, you do get cut loose after we get done recording, but nevertheless. So, um, so Crown Point High School principal, I think everybody just knows Russ. Russ, thank you for coming. Thank you very much. We're excited and, uh, and bringing. I decided yeah. to be here and join the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, introduce yourself. Okay, um, I'm Isabella Gonzalez. I'm a senior at Crown Point High School, and. Um, yeah. Okay, and. You better say who you're related to, or you are in the doghouse. <laughs> my parents. So my mom is Claudia Gonzalez, and my dad is Richie Gonzalez, and he works for Crown Point. City Very nice. Okay. I'm Nadia. Um, I am the student council secretary, and I'm also a senior at Crumpton High School. Give me your last name. Brumbaugh. Nadia Brumbaugh. Nadia Brumbaugh. <laughs> so, uh, and you're both seniors, right? Yes. So getting ready to move on to the next chapter in life. So yes. thank you again for coming. So I'm anxious to hear from your guys' perspective. Talk about the school and what you do there, but kind of what your viewpoints are from the city. But we got to start with the the big dog right here first. Um, man, you've been principal how long? This is my fifth year as principal. Fifth year as principal. Fifth Does year it seem principal. like five years? It's, it's been an eventful five years because the first year that I was principal is when we had the, you know, when we had the pandemic started. And yeah. so it was, so that was sort of a, an interesting start to the, the principalship, but uh, it has gone fast. It's a, it's a fast moving school, very dynamic, a lot of outstanding students and activities. And so, it, it has been gone fast, but loved every minute of it. I'm very fortunate to uh, work with students like this, but all of our students as well. Yeah. So, Russ, were you, before you became principal, were you a teacher there? or where did you so, I, so I came to, I started my career in the city of Hammond. I, I taught for 12 years in Hammond. I was a teacher at Hammond Gavin High School for six years and Hammond Morton High School for six years. And then in 2008, uh, I came to Crown Point. I was lucky enough to come to Crown Point uh, to get a job at Crown Point High School as a teacher. Uh, I taught for two years, and then I moved down into a, or moved into a role of an assistant principal in the fall of 2010. And I was an assistant principal at the high school for nine years, and then uh, in the fall of uh, 2019 is when I became principal. 
So it's been, this is my 16th year in the, in the school corporation, uh, 28th year overall in education. Wow. Okay. What did you teach? I taught uh, social studies. I taught wow. psychology. I taught social studies. I taught, uh, I taught psychology. I taught U.S. history, world history, uh, current affairs, a, a number of different things I taught in the classroom. I taught, when I came to Crown Point, I taught AP European history. So I uh, had, had a lot of a smart students wow, in that class. Yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot of smart kids. Stay on your toes. Yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> wow. had a great experience teaching uh, throughout my career in, in that uh, in that regard. But then uh, I've also very much enjoyed being a part of the administrative team at the high school. Like I said, I've met so many good people and uh, most importantly, the students. I, I can't say enough about our students. I'm not just saying that. I think that a lot of times people will talk, well, kids today and this and this, how do you do it? But our kids are outstanding, and actually they're really good and uh, do so many great things, as you know, with, with all of your children as well. But um, it's just a good place, and, it, and, it, and it's made by the people, by the students and the staff, and it's just a positive environment. I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah. How many, how many students are at the high school? We just went over 3,000 this year. So for the first time in the history of the school, we reached the 3,000 mark, and uh, we're sitting at about 3,004 right now. So it's, 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 a, it's but it's a, it's a tribute, or I guess I can say that's attributed to the growth of the job that you're doing and everybody in the city and in the uh, communities that are doing because people want to come to Crown Point and it's a growing place. And um, I think that it's not just the school, but it's also the community that, that we're fortunate to be a part of. And again, I, I, I feel very strongly about that, that yeah. it's, uh, it's not just the school, it's the community and uh, it truly does take a village. Yeah. And people, I mean, we say all the time, people move for different reasons, jobs or whatever the case, but two of the things they always look at are public safety and the school corporation. How's the schools? Is it a good school system? And we're, we're definitely one of the best, certainly in our area and in the entire state. So that's a huge, huge benefit to the city. Well, we appreciate it. And like I said, but we're, we're very lucky. And I think that one of the nice things about being a large school is that we're able to offer a great deal of programming for our students because we are so big. So one of the things that uh, people will ask sometimes is, you know, gosh, with 3,000 students, do, do students get lost in the shuffle? Yeah. Is it, it, you know, that, and it's a fair question, but I would say that uh, one of the things we try to do is make this it a, a smaller school within the school. So I would, you know, the nice thing about the big school environment is because there is something for everybody, whether it's academics or the, the fine arts or athletics or industrial technology classes or engineering or robotics or whatever it is that you're interested in, I truly believe that you can find something that suits you at Crown Point High School. And uh, we work hard to provide those opportunities for our students and certainly always looking to improve as well. Yeah, that's a great point. Like, okay, athletics, that, that, that's huge. Um, not only in, in the city, uh, youth sports, but at the high school and the level of success. Um, so like the football, making it to the state championship, we, the wrestling, the gymnastics, the robotics team, um, you know, all, and you do sports for so many different reasons. You learn so much from it. And then you also had the uh, Mary Poppins musical. Um, I think every performance was sold out. It was, it um, was one of the proudest moments we've had this year was uh, when the, you know, we had, we were hosting the football semi-state against Westfield, but we're yes. also hosting the second weekend of Mary Poppins. And, you know, immediately people started saying, oh, what are we going to do? Are we going to postpone the musical because it's going to be so crowded? And absolutely not. You know, yeah. it was never even a thought because it's, it's, it's a big school, big events. Yep. And, and I think that you want to make sure we're providing opportunities for all. And another key point of that is that nothing's more important than the next thing. 
all students are important, all student activities are important. And so we would never pick one over the other because, you know, the students in the musical put just as much time in it as the football kids. And so we want to make sure that everything is valued in that. Uh, and so we had, and so it was really nice in that we were able to host them both on that very night on our campus. And like you said, it was sold out in the auditorium and sold out on the football field. And the way we look at it, it was just a great uh, opportunity to showcase our students and our campus and most importantly, our community. Yep. And, and so I thought it was a, just a great night overall and one that uh, is probably the most memorable of my career in just regards to being a part of something special. Yeah. There was definitely a lot of bodies on that high school campus that night. There I were. was one. I stuck in the musical. <laughs> there were. Um, yeah. You guys did a great job all around and even the parking and traffic and I mean, everything. Was well, great. we got a lot of help from, from your folks. Too. Yeah, we, we did. did. It's going to be a big We did. And we, we had a, a nice meeting with the, uh, the civil servants before the, before uh, earlier in that week and couldn't, can't say enough about the support that we get from the city of Crown Point and everything we do. And, uh, starting with our SROs in the building with uh, Officer Malarich and Officer Thomas, and then you know the, the relationship we have with Officer Polling and every everybody that we come across has been so supportive throughout my time at Crown Point with the city. And again, I mean it's very very important to me as a principal to keep that relationship strong, and, and it's uh, it's definitely something that we value and want to continue to cultivate. Yeah. So thank you for all that you do for us. Yeah, been a great partnership. So absolutely cool for the city. So. Isabella, twelfth grade. You're the you're the student council president. I'm the student council president. Yes. So do they? How do they? Do they have elections still? How do they do? Yes. That? How, do you, so, how did you get to be student council? President? Okay. Well, so freshman year, it was a big thing. It's COVID and everything, so we had to have videos to send in, and so I was really really scared because I came from a really small school. I came from St. Mary's, and so it was my first time going to a public school, and. Um, I was just scared. I was terrified. Didn't know what to expect with anything, but you know, I'm grateful for it. But anyways, um, I sent in the video. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, I might not win. It's okay. You know, like he gave me a good shot. Then I won and I was like, oh, who voted for me? <laughs> they didn't really know me. Right. Um, but I was grateful for that. And then sophomore year, no one ran against me. Um, so I got it. And then junior year, I won again. And then um, at the end of last year, we um, ran for all the positions that we have. And in the past years, we've only done eight positions. Um, so it's student council, like president, vice president, stuff like that. And then we go senior officers, so senior class president, and okay. so on and so forth. And um, we wanted more involvement with the school, so we added more positions. So we have two secretaries for student council and then for senior, and as well going down all the freshmen so we have two of every position for that with secretaries and I think we have two for treasurers as well just to bring more involvement with that but yeah so so you had to do the video yeah I did the video freshman year but then so is it in person you make like a like a campaign pitch if someone runs against you 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 have to um present in front of all of student council um I was fortunate enough that I had no one run against me, so I won. Um, that's how I became the student council president. But um, some people have had to present in front of the um, student council because you ran against them. Right. Okay. Nadia, did you have to do any of that? Um, so my freshman, sophomore, and junior year, um, I was in student council, but I didn't do any like leadership positions. Um, for student council senior year, 
um, actually my friends was like, you should run for a position. And I was like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I was like, I'll just, well, let's pick secretary. And there's four positions, like Bella mentioned, like student council secretaries and then senior year. So I was like, okay, maybe I have a shot at this because I've been a big, like, active member. I try to do, like, all the activities and promote all the um, organizations that we support. So um, I turned my application in, and I, I did also didn't have anybody running against me, so I got to be student council secretary, which I'm really grateful for. Okay, so neither one of you had the promise, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> four week Christmas break if I'm <laughs> left over, something like that, right? No. So, so what, what is, so the role of the student council, were you guys on, Adam, Adam, were you guys on Never student council at all like that? No. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> um, so what, what's the role at current high school that the council plays? We do a lot of stuff. It's mostly involving the school um, with each other, like eight different people, but we have a few main things. The first one we do like homecoming, so we are in charge of the homecoming pep rally and the parade and stuff like that. So that's a big event that we put on each year. And then um, going for like Christmas, we have like the kindergartens and stuff like that, just trying to get a little more involvement with like kindness, stuff like that. And then our biggest thing is Dance Marathon. And so it's an organization that we support, Larry Children's Hospital. And so we're actually starting donations next week. Um, it's the fundraiser is gonna come up live. And um, Dance Marathon we have in May, um, and it's the end of May, and we just dance. We have little fun activities that we do, and it's also to support the children at Lurie Children's Hospital. And I was actually fortunate enough last year to go and visit Lurie Children's Hospital, and it's just an amazing place with like so many stuff that they do for the kids. It's incredible that yeah. we are able to support and help them, and I think that's a bit that's a big thing that we do. At so that, that how long is the dance marathon? Is that it's about four hours. Four hours. Okay. Has it been in place for a number of years, or you guys just kind of create that? Or? Um, it's been a part of student council for a yeah. long, long time. Oh, it has. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So it's literally, but what is it? You literally just go and yeah. dance for four hours. You, no, <laughs> you go and we kind of do like um, we make up dances as we go. So we have different parts. So like the first part of the four hours, um, we'll learn. A little section of the dance which two people usually from our student council create which is really helpful because we're not yeah. all coordinated <laughs> um and then we do little activities like a dodgeball tournament or stuff like that adam's <laughs> huge dodgeball <laughs> yes. it's not very good but he, he loves it and we do stuff like that and then um we do water balloon fights outside and then it's usually a ritual that um after the water balloon fight, the student council officers, the senior class, pours water onto the junior class presidents that are going to take their place the next year. And so that's a little fun tradition that we do. And then we have um, a minute um, minute donation times that we do. And so we all sit down and gather and then we try to like text the link to like a few friends or stuff like that, trying to raise more money. Yeah. Our goal is to reach 10000 at the end of the night. But wow. we do it starting now till mm -hmm. then to reach the ten thousand goal. So yeah. who dances? We all, we all we all dance. have to. We all have to dance. Okay. It's not great. It's, but, yeah. it's not we're we're not you get used coordinated, to it. but <laughs> yes. It's a great experience. I love yeah. I love it. So it's really a it, it's a year long uh, right. process yeah. that culminates yes. in the dancing mm -hmm. event itself, the, the fundraising part. Mm -hmm. So then and then all the money proceeds go you guys present it to mm -hmm. 
Yes. So like the candygram stuff that we're doing now will all go directly to our children's hospital. Everything we donate goes yeah. to them. Yeah, that's fantastic. I didn't know it was been in existence for. Yeah. No, it used to be they used to have Riley's Hospital mm-hmm. as their their uh, charity, but now it's moved to Lurton's. So, what's the best thing that you like at the high school? And don't say the lunch or, I don't know if the lunches are good or not. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine, but what's the, <laughs> the best, best thing you thing. like about, it could be a teacher, it could be one of your classes, it just could be anything. I like, I'm going to start broad and then go more specific, but I like everything about it. Um, I think, like how Mr. Marsnick said, you know, it's a big school, but like, they really do try to make it one-on-one with the connections that you have. So, like, all my teachers, like, like they try and help you and reach out. Even the guidance counselors, like, everyone is very supportive. So that's, like, the one thing I'm really grateful for. And also um, the community aspect of it, I think, is amazing. And then the news of buildings, like, the new add-ons that we've had, I think, has just, like, made it mm-hmm. ten times better. Like, I think yeah. everything, all the advancements, all the technology that we have is incredible. Like, we know that. Not all schools have the opportunities that we have, and I think a lot of people do take advantage of that. So I'm really grateful for that, and also the weight room. <laughs> I love yeah, the weight room. The weight room, yeah. It's yes, it's impressive. Yes, for sure. Really. Along with that, I think the staff is really great. Like, um, both teachers and coaches. Like, as we've seen, you've had some really great um, athletic success, and that definitely has to do with the coaching that we have, um, and also with school. It's definitely really rough, but. Um, with the teachers, it helps a lot to have people who are there to help you and know yeah. how to support you. Isn't it amazing? Teachers do so much more. Than right, teach, it's crazy. Right? Yes. <laughs> so, are you guys? Are you guys in athletics and fine arts, or? Um, I'm more your, down the athletic route. You are. Yes. Okay. What's um, your sports? I do track. I did basketball for three years, and then I've done track all four years, and I do shot put and disc. And then I'm in HBC now, which is the Hoosier Barbell Club. So that's weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting. Oh, you didn't even know that was interesting. Yeah, so now Mr. Garrett runs the Hoosier Barbell Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot, a lot of our students awesome. will compete in, uh, you know, weekend tournaments as far as weightlifting. Yeah. So pretty neat. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, I run cross country and track. Oh, so when you run cross country, how long is the, the um, race? We started with, oh, the race? Yeah, um, It's a 5K, so 3.1 miles. What's your pace? Oh, it depends. Um, it's like like sixes, low six. From- oh my gosh! <laughs> see, yeah. I, the, the, the audience can't see it, but that's on my five k medals. Oh, oh well. But I'm like eleven thirty a pace. Eleven thirty a mile. Once you cross the finish line, it's all that's matters. what I say, right? The medal's the same, first right. place and last place. It's the same medal. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. All right, so um, and that's great answers, right? So it's the teachers, the whole atmosphere of it. And like I said, I remember my teachers from when I was in high school and some of them I still, you know, they're all retired, but communicate with today. So definitely have an impression, lifelong impression. Mm -hmm. What's the, if you could change one thing about the high school, (laughs) what would it be? Change one thing. Maybe not necessarily (laughs) that's something bad, just something maybe I like it, but it could be improved on by doing whatever. I think maybe um, when you're going into like different fields or stuff like that, like when we're doing our um, trans not transcripts, our courses for the next year. Mm-hmm. I think um, allowing the kids to really choose what they want and not gonna 
setting them into one straight path like with or math or any subjects like that I think just letting the kids decide what they want to do and like setting them up for their own success and they see what they can achieve themselves not having it set for them yeah okay so a little bit more flexibility mm-hmm. and options when it comes to selecting your Correct. courses for college mm-hmm. okay yeah that's good like along with that like um talking with um, the students that are like freshmen sophomores seeing like what they're like a lot of kids know already what they want to do with their lives so i feel like um choosing a schedule that's going to help benefit them in the future i feel like the classes i don't i didn't really know what i needed but i feel like once like you get to senior year it's kind of almost too late you got to have like your path so making sure that um the younger students are on the correct path like right for success in their so you think like so and are you guys nice to the freshmen at the beginning of the school Yes. You were all freshmen at one time. Yeah. Right? Yes. They um, are. They are. They're very nice. I mean, it's how big that school is. Just envision people getting lost as poor freshmen and just well, given the wrong hallway on purpose. All that. Stuff. No, it's interesting that you say that because uh, I, I find our students. To, and you know, she had mentioned a, a key word earlier. She mentioned kindness, and I think that's something that we preach quite a bit at the school. Is uh, a this is a this is a community of people. Three thousand students, and then we have. You know, close to 200 staff members, and, and we're here together. We're all Bulldogs. We're all Crumpling High School while we're here, and so we want to look after one another, and it's something that we talk about quite a bit as a community in the school, and uh, one of the things that we do in the early part of the year is we have student ambassadors who help the freshmen and go to freshman Great. resource periods and uh, and talk to them about adjusting to the high school and um, how it can be intimidating to go to a 3,000-student school when you, when you really don't know what to expect as a yeah. freshman, and so... I think that our students and our, and our upperclassmen specifically have done a wonderful job of being welcoming and, and supportive of the freshmen so that they don't feel overwhelmed and that uh, they feel like they're part of our family as soon as they come into the building. So I think that they, you know, all of our students do a great job with it. And we actually have a couple organizations that are specifically geared toward that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and with that said, too, even when uh, it can also be a little intimidating when a student transfers into Crown Point High School. Uh, from another high school so like uh, you know you, you're you're going somewhere then all of a sudden okay family moves to crown point and now i'm a junior or sophomore and i'm coming to a new school well we also have a a, a club actually that isabella's a part of that uh, takes students on tours and guides them oh, once they, if, they, if they and we actually yeah. hold an orientation for those students and families so uh that's very very important to us and something that we preach about uh being good people and supporting one another and uh hey uh, that's it. Really, can't accept anything less. That's that's an expectation we set in school. Yeah, I don't think that they have that when I don't. You were so. at the high school. <laughs> we were so. definitely. Oh yeah, English is there, but you go way over there, <laughs> and out the door. Well, and, you know, and I think it's funny because a lot of people, maybe of you know our generation, you know, think of high school as like an '80s movie. You know, where where, that was, where all that thing, where, you know, because you went to school then and you see all these things that went on and. But it's really not. These the students today, I would say, are very much more community service oriented, and and much more global in their perspective of things. And it's it's very refreshing to see. And I and I and I mean that sincerely. I'm very very impressed with the way our students uh, conduct themselves uh, overall. And again, do we are we perfect? Are we utopia at the school? Not at all. We have our issues, and we have a lot to improve on. And, and we certainly uh, have our moments where we we need to correct behavior, but. I would say, by and large, there's a lot of good students doing so many good things at the school, both academically, socially, within the community. And uh, like I said, I'm very proud of that. I'm, 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 I'm glad to be a part of it. Very fortunate. Yeah. yeah. So well said. I would think that that translates through for the whole community. I mean, 
the, the high school is just such a big part of Crown Point in terms of from the parents on down. And, you know, just when we saw that, they, I just went to the, the state championship football game, and it was like, that was a local team we were playing. We had, we had more people in there. It was just well represented by the, by the city, by Crown Point. So. No question. I want, And that's a great point about the parents. And I think we're very, very fortunate to have parent support. Uh, parents who feel like school is important, mm-hmm. uh, they want a they they want a cha- they want a challenging environment, but they also support the school, and uh, you know we're we're never in need of parent support when it's something that uh, would help us, and I think that uh, we welcome it and we want parents to be involved because it helps everything, and, and when when parents and community members have a stake in the school, it, it helps the students bottom line, and it, it creates more of a wholesome and a, and a caring environment for them, and that's that's really what we want if, yeah. for our students. Um, so I think as a city, we try and do um, a lot for all of our residents, right? We try to give them options of stuff to do, amenities are called. Um, so we try through Adams Department, because like I said, Adams in charge of PACE. So Bulldog Park and Sportsplex, all that stuff falls under that. So um, you guys like go to Bulldog Park or take advantage of all that? Yeah, um, so I used to figure <clears throat> skate um, at Midwest, like my whole childhood. Um, so it was really nice being able to stay in Crow Point and also figure skate. Like figures just for fun or like, I was like doing jumps on? Yeah, no, what? I was, yeah, I was a figure skater <laughs> wow, for a few you. years. Yeah. Okay, so we always get, because we always get input from the community, right? So we Sometimes our ideas that we're sitting like at this table and we think it's a great idea, and no, it's really not. When we get out there and people are, it doesn't fly. Um, so is there anything that you think the city does for our uh, people of your age um, that is good and you'd like to see it continue? And then, or is there something that, you know, Crown Point really doesn't do, you know, A, B, or C. Maybe you guys can start, start looking into doing something like that. Um, well, I think the community itself, like all the stuff that we put on, like the running stuff too, like the turkey trot. Oh, Nadia, maybe do yeah, do that. that's right. I saw yep. you at the turkey trot. That's was, right. I did it. That's okay. Nadia, did you do um, the turkey trot? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Like, she hi. Was, she was way ahead of me. Yeah, she, like, she won. Only by the time. She yeah. was setting the pace. Though. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah that's pretty fast. <laughs> but I think all the stuff that you guys do and you guys post on social media and everything too. It goes all the way directly to the kids, to like our Instagram and stuff like that. We all have a feed, like stuff like that, and so we we all get it. And I think that's things that we're doing. You guys are doing well, like we're communicating with the youth that's in general through social yeah. media. Um, yeah, that's actually Mary. Mary does all great that. job. <laughs> so, because you're right. So you know, if we have something good that Adam's been working on in his staff, if we don't get it yeah. out there for everybody to know what's going on, there's no sense doing. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. What's the main social media that you guys use? Is it Facebook or is that kind of for older people? More Instagram. More Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Yes. Are you guys on Instagram? In that. Are you on Instagram? Uh, I think I have an account. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you you're on Instagram right now. Okay, I'm not on Instagram. So that's a good form of communication. Yes. Is Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is Facebook kind of, that's what we've heard is Facebook's kind of, you know, not to put an age on it for us, but <laughs> right. it's, it's more our. It's, it's more our generation, yeah, 50 yeah. plus. Okay. All right. And we do a good job of communicating through that? 
Yeah, yes, I think so. I think I get a lot of stuff too. Even through Facebook too. Like our parents will obviously send us stuff. So my mom always sends us like, oh, like look what's happening here. Like what's happening for the park. Like yeah. all that stuff. It, it gets to us no matter how. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to hear, Adam. Yeah. Right, Mary. Great yes, job. Great job. <laughs> fantastic. What do you? Are there any areas, or is there any activities, or any something that we should be doing as a city to kind of, you know, provide more opportunities or give you things to do for yeah. school age kids? Um, well, I don't know if we guys have done this already, but having like a teenage night ice at the ice skating rink, I think, like more mm-hmm. present today. Ice skating rink day for like teenagers, like it's for them specifically like a disco night or something like that. I think would be fun. Okay. Or like little nights specifically for like age to like age to like teenagers specifically. Like it doesn't even have to be like in the winter, like different areas like that would be good. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is. So all the way to like thirteen to high school age kids, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Disco made a little comeback. It was our homecoming. Uh, it, was our homecoming. Was. it was our homecoming theme this year. It was really? the, it was the disco? It, it was. was. Yeah, it was. Did you have the what? Strobe lights, the ball thing. Yeah. Disco ball. Yeah. Disco ball. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Back. Right. I told you. <laughs> you hold on to it. Be back in style. That's, right. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. Do we do we do anything like that? We've done some skate no. nights, eighties, uh, and we did a seventies disco. Uh, but yeah. nothing I mean, towards the kids. It's yeah. never been an age thing that we've done. I know we've talked about, you know, I, I know there's a gentleman we talked about looking at, like, dancing, you know, like almost like a contact for an older generation and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, no, it's always, we're always looking for different niches and stuff. I think it's cool to offer something to everybody because you may not like the rock concert. I would say you may not like this, but somebody will find something that they, they enjoy and like, and, you know, theater and arts and farmer's markets and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. Any information that we're, we're always we're always missing out. So yeah, that's a good idea. What about the come to the when we have music um, I talents do. come? I do. Um, mostly, um, I don't go to the rock ones, <laughs> um, but I've gone. I've went to a few of them. Um, I think they're really great. I really liked it. I think it also just brought the community together in general. Like you yeah. know, you, you, they're the type of people that go to different stuff. You know. And I would see so many friends and I'm like, oh, like, and it's in the summer too. It was mostly in the summer. Like, oh my god, I haven't seen it in so long. And it just connects everyone together. So I think that's that was good. Yeah. So like again through Adam, so mm-hmm. we're trying to this year was expand the musical guests that we have at Bulldog Park. So because we always want our regional bands, our local bands, right? So that mm-hmm. gives them the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why that's why we do it. Crown Point people, regional people come and watch it. Mm-hmm. But we try to expand like get some national uh, we started with country. Did you guys go to the, any of the, the ticketed concerts? Yes, year? I did. You did? I did. Which one did you go to? I went to, oh, it was, I don't know her name. Okay. Was, yes, oh, yeah. I did. Yep. Nadia, did you go to I did not. But I think it's like a great opportunity because concerts can be so expensive. That's like a, like a smaller scale. Yep. It's also like for everybody. Yeah, that's a great point because that's one of the things we thought of is, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to see these national concerts, mm-hmm. you're going to have tickets, you know, the drive there, yeah. um, and it's going to add up, but you can go right to our own Bulldog Park mm-hmm. and see it. So that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Now, who would you like to see come to Bulldog Park? And you can't say like Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, but, you know, reel it in. Um, I don't know. I 
feel like everyone I listen to is more like widespread. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like smaller artists. Do you have a favorite go-to musical artist when you when I listen? Turn on turn on the music. Um. Well, it's more like Bad Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bad Bunny, Taylor Swift, but I think um I like Debbie Barrett a lot. I really like that. Like you also get a great to have like some maybe high school students like to sing and come there yeah, perform. Definitely not me, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, maybe like the choir. Like right, the right, yeah. I think we tried to do that. Well, yeah. that is what we're looking at next year. So we would transition a little bit, almost like a battle of the bands type. So it'll be a cool. younger groups that can come up a couple mm-hmm. times uh, a month, and then they will have a voting contest to come back and open up for one of our, our stuff. And maybe the individuals that don't necessarily always get the opportunity to go out and play in a larger venue with them. So mm-hmm. that'll be coming to a theater near you next year. <laughs> so then one of the things we, you know, something like this, because student councils represent the school and the student body and so forth is to have something similar but on the city level so we can have when we have all these meetings and different community engagements and this is what we do what do you guys think about a b or c is have some kind of youth i don't know what we call it but like a youth council that then we the city can meet and just even if it's quarterly um then share the the perspective of the youth and do you think that's something that's worthwhile? Or? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Because when I was growing up, you know, it was always, there's nothing to do. This place is dead, right? So, you know, we tried, we've done a really good job, I think, of eliminating that. But, um, you know, it's great to get all different kinds of perspectives on, on from anything. It doesn't have to be Bullock Park or the sports park, so just any ideas. Um, you guys shared some great ones today, I thought. And you were right on point with the, the money and yeah, the, the, how we spent those funds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we weren't really sure how the community would respond to it. Do we, do we want you know raising crowds? And, and I think the community responded fantastic. Yeah. So I think an overwhelming success. And we'll get some bigger stuff for next year. So yeah, I think we'll be good. So a good partnership with the schools too. They helped us out with the parking as they well. Did. You guys were fantastic. Um, you know, lots and stuff. So that partnership goes both ways. So that's sure. Great. So yeah, happy to help anytime. So seniors, yes. half half the year is just about done, right? A couple yes. more weeks, yep. and then what's the? If you want to share, mm-hmm. what's your guys' next step? Yes. So college, I would be in college. Um, I'm leaning more towards St. Mary's Notre Dame. That's I've been thinking of that for a while now, and I just think the community aspect of it too, like it gives me a sense of comfort, just the to- togetherness and like the kindness of it all. I think is great. Um, but I want to be, when I get older, I want to be a CIA agent. So I'd want to maybe do um, a minor in Spanish and then a major in computer science and like sociology and criminal justice. And nice. Very, very well. Nice. Okay. Nadia, what do you think? Um, I'm also planning going to college. Um, definitely in state. My sister also is like pretty close to home, so that's good too. Um, I'm planning to be Valpo, um, running there. I've talked to the coach and I've met like around the campus and he's gonna make a team soon, so that's like exciting. We might go there or I'll say Purdue or IU. All great schools. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your what's your dream job? Like I would love to be able to do that's the question that I get a lot and I also just don't really know. Um definitely something more in the medical field. I feel like that's like what interests me the most. Mm-hmm. 
not really sure like what aspect yet, but I feel like um, in college I'll be able to narrow it down the classes I take and see what I really enjoy most. Yeah, because don't you think, Russ, that most, I mean, I'm just guessing, most your first year of college, man, I don't really know what I want. I just, it's my first year. I think that was very typical of our generation. I think this generation is a little more dialed in. I, I do. I think. I think both both in high school and in post secondary that they're, they're they're pretty driven. And I look at again. I I, mean, I keep bragging on our students. And but but as you know, I mean, you should see some of the course schedules that these students are taking. You know, with their advanced level courses or their pre-engineering whatever it is that they're taking and then on top of that they're doing community service or they're yeah. working local jobs or they're in athletics you know uh, like like these two and uh, it's it's just very impressive the way that they're focused and again and I I think it's a, you know you had mentioned a, a council of, of youth you know for the city and I think it's a great idea because people would be surprised about how talented these students are you know because a lot of times you just hear negatives about teenagers yeah. or whatever and like you know but actually it's quite the opposite and I want to make sure I'm an advocate for kids all the time especially the ones at Crown Point High School because I see them achieving every day but uh, yeah. but I would say that to your point I mean I'm not sure I knew what I wanted to do with my life until maybe my junior year of college you know yeah. I was just kind of like okay let's take the basic courses and see where I'm at and you know and then all of a sudden okay this is what I'm going to do but yeah. but I and that's you know probably but I would say that you know, you ask a lot of our students, and uh, they're already they're already seeing kind of what they want to do. We do, you know, a lot of our students also have an internship, you know, through and many yeah. of our many of our local businesses uh, support us in that. So a lot of our seniors take a half day and then go into the internship and uh, see if that's something that they'd be interested in. You know, once they once they go to college and and uh, complete their studies. But uh, so it's just it's very interesting. So I would say that. Again, it's a great idea to ever ever tap into the talent that we have at the high school because, again, I think that Nadia and Isabella are representative of, of many of our students and uh, how well-spoken they are and how, how driven they are and how service-minded they are. Yeah. In fact, I think we have internships with the city, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, we're very grateful for that partnership, and it helps. I think we have 286 students in our internship program, oh, seniors so this year. So those 286 students leave half a day. Uh, after fourth period, and then they go out and, and they you know work for wherever it is that they've uh, partnered with, and it's just been a nice experience, not only for the you know for both parties. I feel like and certainly it's you know, helped our students. Yeah. So, do you have a okay? You're off college. You're out of college, right? So, do you have a place in the United States that my place to live is? I would love to live forever. I don't know. When I was little, I always said Albany, New York. Oh. Don't know why. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so just to be on my head one day. I mean, no offense, I can tell. It's an interesting choice. It is. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have guessed day. you would have said that. Huh? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see where life takes me. You never know. You never know. That's right. Right? What do you think? I always thought about like staying close to home. Um, definitely want to visit Oregon though. Like that's the place where <laughs> I just always wanted to go there. I don't know what it is. Have you ever been out there? No, I don't west? know. That's why I don't know why I want to go out there. <laughs> I just do. Maybe not, maybe not live there, but I haven't really thought about like where we're going to live. Yeah. Okay. You got time. Well, ideally, because you guys are, you know, the leaders of the high school, you're going to go on to do great stuff. Life takes you back at some point back to Crown Point. So we're all here. Um, hopefully, you guys are going to choose Crown Point to be your home. But 
just go where life takes you to journey and take it from there. Anything else that you want us to know about you that we haven't talked about? It's it's your show. We're just like add-ons <laughs> to your show. That's pretty much all. Yeah. So, well, it's great. You had great ideas, great suggestions. I'm super glad that we did this um, from seeing your guys' perspective on things. So, and I really do. Maybe we can tap into your guidance on if we before you leave school, if we can start taking the initial steps of this youth council, city youth council, or something. Um, get that up and running. So, I agree. Um, Mary has her finger up. I have one thing: if our viewers want to support your dance marathon this year, where is the best place to find that information? Yeah. Great point. Um, we, link. we have a link. Um, well, Should we have a high school's Facebook page? Um, no, we have an Instagram, though, a high school Instagram. I can yeah. Uh, okay. drop, yeah. drop, the, drop the app when you find it. Okay. I, All of our viewers can. Yeah, that's a great, great point. Right yeah, fantastic cause. Okay, nice. Okay. So, uh, what's the next? Is When's prom? Is it prom is always in May? Well, we have a turnabout dance coming up. So, so we do yeah. have a winter formal turnabout. It's I guess we call it winter formal now, and that's going to be January 20th. That's at Avalon Manor in, in Maryville. And so we, we host a homecoming at our place, and then uh, the turnabout or winter formal is at Avalon Manor. And then prom is April 20th, and that is the hall, at, at the Halls of St. George there. Okay. So, but, uh, so we still have two more dances for the students. And graduation is... You know, June fourth for these students with uh, rain date of June fifth. Yeah. So uh, we had we had to use the rain date last year. I, we, I, we, I we did. We had turned out to be good. Though, oh, right? it, was, it ended up being wonderful, yeah. and uh, we we delayed it for a couple hours, even on the rain date. We had to delay it a few hours, and then you know, lo and behold, we were able to skies cleared, and we were Warm able up. to have it. Uh, but it was great, and so um, yeah. And, but there's a lot of activities happening. Uh, you know, at the school. And I, and I think, again, one of the nice things about it is it's such a vibrant place with students with all sorts of talents and uh, just interests. And so, again, you know, we'll be hosting robotics tournaments. We have all the winter sports going on right now. We have, we're right in the middle of our uh, uh, concert season, you know, right after the, yeah. right after the musical ended, you know, we had, uh, we've already had the orchestra and the, um, we had the orchestra, and now we have the band tonight, and we had the choir last week. The band is tonight to finish it off. And then on Saturday, we have, for the first time, what's called a holiday spectacular. And so we're going to have the top band, orchestra, and choir groups uh, have one big show at uh, 2 o'clock and 5 o'clock oh, nice. in the auditorium. And So, again, I mean, it's just, you know, some of those shows are like going to Chicago. They are. You saw with the musical, it's, yep. it's, it's be, it'd be like, you know, at the Chicago Theater, and then certainly... Our, all of our fine arts just do such a great job and I'm very, very proud of them and, and all that they're doing and, and certainly the effort that their uh, you know, teachers put in with them yeah. too. It's just, it's just amazing. So um, again, a lot of things happening and it's just, uh, it's, it's reflective of our students and our families and the community. I just want to stress that because that's, that's, that's what makes us go. Yeah. I tell the community all the time, you don't have to have somebody at the high school to go to the band concerts or the musical or just go. You'll be just surprised go, yeah. how, how much talent. Oh, they're they're amazing. Just outstanding talent in the school. And uh, like I said, very very proud of all our students. Yeah, thank you. So, um, well, I appreciate you guys one coming in and two for your leadership roles at the high school and setting the setting the standard for the <laughs> the junior, sophomore, and freshman class. So, um, you know, 
great plan. Thank you for having us. Great Thank ideas. You. Great. Yeah, yep. Thank you for having us, Mayor. We, we appreciate it. Yes. Adam Anthony, it's, it's been a pleasure for us to be here from the high school and whatever we can do to help the city, we're, we're, we're there for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I will see you guys at your graduation because my youngest son is graduating this year. Too. Yes, he is. Your last one. My last Come one. Through, so <laughs> yeah. I'll see you at the graduation. Rain free. Rain yes. free. Rain free. <laughs> Fingers crossed, rain free. No no cancellations until right. this year. So, Adam Anthony, you got anything to close it out? Isabella, did you ever be able to find that link? Yes. I oh, was. great. Okay. So, our Instagram handle is CPHSSTUDCO. And then there'll be a link there. Hopefully, by, the, by tomorrow. Great okay. stuff. Thank All you. Right. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, fantastic. So, uh, so that wraps up our season two. Episode 7, Lay of the Land podcast. So appreciate you guys coming on. And Crown Point, um, have a safe and happy holiday season. And remember what the season's all about. So um, until then, we'll see you next month. This month's business spotlight is Jack's Crown Town Grill. Stop by 107 North Main Street for Polish and American fare, served up in a 1950s-style diner. For more information, please visit jackscrowntown.com. That's J-A-X-S crowntown.com. You've been listening to Lay of the Land with Crown Point Mayor Pete Land and Chief of Staff Anthony Schleter. If you like what you heard today, come hang out with us on the third Tuesday of every month. Lay of the Land is available on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time.